Learn about the many ways you can explore the world and get advice to help you prepare for a successful trip. Thank you, Jean. I appreciate it. Can everyone hear? We're all set. Uh, when I'm finished also, I'll take questions with um, Trevor and Mary if, if they want to do that. You know, you may have some for me also. I'd just like to add something to their presentation before I forget. Um, I know Trevor likes to get his seat when he gets to the airport. Every airline also has an accessible department. You can call them ahead, tell them what your requirements are, what you would prefer, and they will arrange for your seat, your transportation. If you don't take your own chair to the plane, they will arrange to get you there. Any of those little things that you need, the accessible department will help you. There is also someone at every airport called a complaint resolution officer. Every airline must have one available at every airport. When you're up at the ticket counter and there's a problem or there's a problem anywhere along the way, if you get upset and frustrated and start yelling, and Trevor made the point that people are not necessarily trained to help you, you're not going to get anywhere. Ask them to contact the complaint resolution officer. This person is only works with special needs. They will help you solve whatever it is. So don't get yourself stressed out and you're miserable before you even get on your trip. Okay, I'm, I'm more of the fun um, presentation. Jean asked me to talk about some options that you might have traveling. And um, I'm going to do it uh, sort of the way people ask me questions, and I'm going to give you the most important questions so that we can get through some of it in the time allowed. I always get asked, what is the best trip for me to take? What's the easiest trip? What do you recommend? Maybe I don't want to fly. Well, it is a cruise, by far a cruise. Cruise ships are now the modern ships, meaning 10, 10 years to now, not the old liners, but the ships they're building now, are built for accessibility. The aisles are wider, the cabins are designed differently, there are more accessible bathrooms on the ships, and there are accessible cabins on the ships, many more than there used to be. Accessible cabins are built wheelchair height. Storage is accessible, roll-in bathrooms, roll-in showers, There's plenty of room to maneuver scooters and, and power chairs. They are truly built for your use. Unfortunately, because there are fewer of them, you need to plan for a cruise way ahead, sometimes even a year ahead. They do sell out quickly, so you need to make a reservation. Another thing that cruise ships or cruise lines are doing now is they have accessible excursion departments. So now they will help you plan an excursion so you can get off the ship, whatever ports you're at, enjoy the, the town, the, whatever is going on the island where you are. They will even customize your excursions. 
and they are wonderful at doing this. So you should take advantage of it and not just go by what you read in a brochure. Oh no, that's just slides of different cruises and things. No, any cruise line will do this. I have to say that um, I am very partial to Royal Caribbean and Celebrity Cruise Lines. They are owned by the same parent company and they win awards consistently for their work with special needs. And I sail when I do a group, a group cruise, I sail with the groups and I know firsthand they're absolutely wonderful. I don't recommend Carnival. Some of you may love Carnival Cruise Lines, I'm sorry. But from my point of view, um, their service for special needs is not as good. But if you have a choice, stick with Royal and Celeste. I should be their spokesperson, but um, they, they truly are wonderful. Another thing I have to talk about, uh, and it's not exactly where you could go, but I don't want to forget to get this in. If you take away nothing else from what I say, please get travel insurance. The world today, the hospitality and travel industry are geared to insurance. Medicare does not cover you out of the borders of the US. Um, private insurance may, you may need to get a rider. But travel insurance is so important, not only so that you recoup the money you might lose if you cancel, but because it has other factors to it. I use a company, my favorite is called Travel Guard. They have policies that include medevac. Should you need to be transported for medical reasons, these are covered in the policies. If you get, there is cruise cancellation insurance or any kind of a, a land trip, they always have insurance. It is basically cancellation insurance. It does not have all of the comprehensive coverage. If anyone wants to know what that is, let me know. I'll send you a copy of the, you know, the uh, coverage. But please remember, travel insurance is so important. Okay, back to trips. Um, some, some folks here have already talked to me about river cruises. A lot of discussion going on these days about river cruises. River cruises now are very popular in the US and they are ADA compliant. The ships are accessible, the excursions are accessible, the, the towns are accessible, they're lovely. Cruises in Europe are not the same. The ships are not, you hear about Viking and AMA waterways and some of these other lines. The ships are not designed for accessibility. They may take someone in a manual chair. Forget it if you have a power chair. They don't even want you. A lot of the ships don't have elevators. So they are not really a choice. And one of the things other than the ship that is a problem is when you dock in Europe, the dock may be here and then the ships line up. So if you're in the Viking ship out here and the street's over here, you have to climb over all these other ships to get off. That probably won't work. 
So I do not, at this point in time, recommend a river cruise. They're working on it. I know Viking is working on some ships that are accessible. And they're also working on docks as we go forward that would be accessible. <coughs> but right now, no. When you're going on any kind of a trip, plan, 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 way ahead, at least six months ahead if you can. Very difficult to do special needs vacations that involve a, not just a, you know, a flight to California, but for a vacation that involves a lot of logistics and things, give it time. Make a list of what your needs and your wants are. Sometimes people think they know everything they need, but they forgot something. And in the end, that's what's going to cause a problem. Write it down. Take a few minutes to write it down. I had a client who insisted they told me every problem they had. Great, he got on the cruise ship, forgot to tell me he needs pureed foods. I mean, these things can be a problem. You, you have to really make sure you know what you need. Another um, thing that's taken place in the last maybe 10 years that is wonderful for special needs travel is the all-inclusive resorts that have grown up in the Caribbean, Mexico, and Central America. And it is just that, all-inclusive. Your food, your beverages, your activities, everything is included in the price. But the good thing about it for you folks is that they want the American dollar and they want the East Coast dollar. So they have made sure that these resorts have accessible rooms, that you can get to a beach. They all have beach wheelchairs, those chairs with the big fat tires, so you can go on the sand and in the water. Now, not every resort is going to be the proper one for you. So you need to um, really research or get some expert advice on ones that will work. Some of them in the Caribbean are on a mountainside, and that's obviously not going to work for you. So research it, but there are many, many options that you can take advantage of in the Caribbean. Central America, as I said, in Mexico. These resorts don't exist in Europe, and they don't exist within the US. Club Med is about the closest you can get to an all-inclusive resort in the US. Um, just some general tips for traveling. In today's world, everybody's on the internet. Um, some folks like to book their vacations on the internet. I'm not a big fan of that because I have heard all of the horror stories of what they booked online, and when they got there, it wasn't what they booked. And with special needs, that's always a, a big problem. But if you're going away, don't put out on Facebook and Twitter and everything else that you're going away. It's foolish. Every, every thief and hacker and what have you that's out there is going to know you're not home. It's not a good thing to do. Wait till you get home to share the photos or tell everyone. And then when you're on, I have clients that are on the beach in Bermuda sending me pictures. It's the same thing. Don't do that. Be careful. It, you, you really should not. If you're in a hotel, today's hotels like to put the big beds with the fluffy mattresses and, and all of that. 
if it's too high, ask the hotel to take the, the base off the bed, to take a mattress off. They can do things to lower it for you. In reverse, if you need it higher, they can put things on the bed to make it higher. One thing Trevor said, and I, I agree tremendously, if you need help, ask for it. Most people really want to be there for you. They want to do what they can, but they don't know what you need. So you must ask. If you're in a room and there's too much furniture and you can't move around, ask the hotel to take some of that extra furniture out. Usually there's a little table and chairs or something, or <clears throat> excuse me, a little couch to sit on. Have them remove it. Any little thing that you might need, you can usually get help with. Any questions you want from me right now that, that we wouldn't answer as a group? Uh, when we uh, book a hotel, um, like on Travago or online, and you, you know, it says like, look for a hotel for really cheap, we've noticed that they don't offer uh, handicapped rooms. Wheelchair uh, accessible uh, rooms on the in in the hotel. I mean, on the site. And what 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 happens exactly when we do it? We've needed a wheelchair accessible room in the past, and when we go to book a room, there's no option for wheelchair, you know, handicap accessible. Right. Right. And then when we have to call up like an 800 number, they'll say oh, well, we could put it down, but there's no guarantee you'll get one. No. Um, calling the wrong? 800 number to book a hotel room, it's not going to work. You need to call the hotel directly. Talk to the manager or whomever is on duty at that point. Explain what your needs are. They're the ones who will take care of it. If you are unsure of what the room looks like or if it's going to work, it's a digital age. Have them send you a photo. They can email you a photo, you know, pretty quickly. Some hotels still, even if you talk indirectly, will not guarantee a room. Embassy Suites will guarantee. No, they, they have a problem guaranteeing. Yeah. It, it, that is a problem, I know. The closest you can get to it is, you know, speaking to a manager. Check every day. Check before you leave. It's unfortunately a process, but you're going to have better luck that way than if you use an 800 number. And one other thing, too, just to add, um, you can bring tools with you or actually get maintenance up there. I've found some doors, uh, if the door's not wide enough, uh, they'll come and remove the door from mm -hmm. the bathroom so yeah. that you can squeeze through. Um, and or bring other things to at least try to make it accessible. You know, they, there might be somebody who stayed longer and they just don't have accessible rooms. And so you just wait until that person checks out. Um, you can sometimes get some great upgrades, you know, that <laughs> might not That's be, you know, so your That's companion will love the room. It might not be as accessible, but the <laughs> hotel is trying to make you happy. So it's kind of like if you take the door off the bathroom, it'll work for yeah. me. And, yes. you know, we can have a suite. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, do we want to take his or this lady's? Uh, well, first I wanted to clarify, was there anything else from a formal presentation standpoint you wanted to convey? Uh, I think I'd rather answer what they, they need to know that rather sounds than what good. I'm going to spout about. All right, and then um, I'll invite Mary if she wishes to come to the front of the room too in case there's a question that's in her court, and we'll, we'll run microphones around. So 
Who was first? I did not see. Forgive me. It was me. a lady over yes, here. Yes, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Hi. Um, you were talking about the uh, limitations of um, rooms that are available on, uh, that are handicap accessible in hotels. It's only because most of the time these hotels only have four rooms. Out, it depends on how big the hotel is. They only have four rooms or at the most less than 10 rooms for handicap accessibility. That's something that we need to actually uh, talk to, I don't know who, to advocate for. And one thing I also noticed is when you book a handicap accessible, there is no room that has two double beds. There's only king size. And it's good if you're only going with, if you're going with someone that you're married to, that you're married to or your children. What if you're not? You're coming in with an aide. Are you gonna be sleeping with aid? It's not always like that. So that's the other, another challenge that I've had had. I was like, are you kidding me with this? King size. Uh, I'll raise my hand. What you can do is get a roll away bed. So they, they actually can bring a bed up that, that will roll in. They won't, what do you mean? No. Nope. Yep, it's going to be that, you know, on yeah. the way. I mean, it depends on the size Sometimes of the room. Sometimes you will run into that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's something we need to advocate about. Yeah. yeah. We need to advocate for that. You know, yeah. what is that all about? A king size only for accessible. And why are there only four rooms in a big hotel for accessibility? It's a percentage, but the trouble is disability is a very broad term. So they might do the wheel, like, so I've found that there are some rooms that are technically handicap accessible, but the door's too narrow to go into the bathroom. So it's for somebody who maybe can walk with a cane or a walker and not the wheelchair with the roll and shower. And I've actually run into the problem when my girlfriend and I travel, it seems like every room we check into has the double beds. And it's like, and our joke is because handicapped people don't sleep together. Yeah. You know, but, but you know, and it might just depend on the type of shower you have, if you have a handheld shower or a roll-in shower, because there are also different options. Sometimes, so. too, um, it depends on whether it's a brand new hotel or an older hotel. Some of them were built before ADA regulations, so what they're required to do is different than what a brand new construction is required to do. So that's another Thanks. issue. Now I'm going to request that we take three more comments. I had three people on this side who had um, comments. So let's go ahead. Um, just to comment on that because I actually was going to on a vacation recently and I opted out of it because of other restrictions. Depending on the hotel, and I can emphasize this in Orlando, the newer, newer ones do have more hotel handicap accessible rooms, doors, everything, grab bars, you name it. But the older ones, the ones that were built prior to the ADA Act, are in the process of modifying it. It is actually up to the establishment or the government, the state government will shut them down. Thank you for that comment. So um, hold on one, one quick second. One question over here, and then one over here, and then we're going to pause there. Okay. Thank you, everyone. I'm, I feel kind of awkward in this situation. I'm not in a chair anymore, but I can't negotiate crowds. I get knocked over. Um, I want to fly, and I don't have any clue um, as to how to get out of the car and 
get all the way back there and I have neurogenic bowel bladder stuff, I got all that stuff going on too, so what do I do? Excellent. From you know, the checkout counter and they'll take you all the way so you don't have to worry about walking through the airport. They'll take you right to the to the, the front and if you need, if you can't walk even into the plane, they can put you in the aisle chair, which I try and walk. <laughs> that? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, if you talk to the accessible department, they will, if you're nervous about waiting to get to the airport, take advantage of it. Call them and they will arrange for all of it. This presentation was recorded on Friday, September 23rd, 2016, and was hosted by the Northern New Jersey Spinal Cord Injury System, a collaborative effort of Kessler Foundation, Kessler Institute for Rehabilitation, and University Hospital. NNJSCIS is supported by the National Institute on Disability, Independent Living, and Rehabilitation Research. NIDLER is a center within the Administration for Community Living in the Department of Health and Human Services. The ideas expressed during this conference do not necessarily represent the policy of NIDLER, ACL, HHS, or the federal government. If you have a brain or spinal cord injury, stroke, or multiple sclerosis, access to world-class research is right in West Orange. Kessler Foundation researches the latest treatments for these conditions. We are looking for research volunteers with brain or spinal cord injury, stroke, or MS. We also need healthy persons to serve as controls in our studies. There is no cost to join our studies, and you may be compensated. For information, call Kessler Foundation at 844-KF-STUDY. That's 844-KF-STUDY.